To all the lonely people, the folks living in isolation, the people who have come to the conclusion that the world has just rejected them, the people who prefer to be in their rooms more so than dealing in the, the outside, I would like for you to gather around, tell your friends, today we want to talk to the ostracized, we want to talk to the people who've been told to fuck off, basically, basically, we want to talk to the people who've been canceled. Mm. Hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett. If you are connected to this when it's released, then we are somewhere near Monday. 22 days into month 5, 2023 years after Awesome Sauce, or not so Awesome Sauce things happened, or should I say, or as I like to say, occurred. We'll talk about some of those things in a bit, but first, I'm just here, just sitting, I'm having a moment. I'm sure many of you listening may understand a moment when you feel the world has completely abandoned you. Uh, that is one crazy feeling. Huh. <sighs> Thank you for that moment of pause. If you are like me, you can't make heads or tails. Are you the cause? Are your actions the cause of this serious moment of isolation? Are you really the reason why you have no friends? Are you really the reason why everybody looks at you funny? Are you really the reason why you just don't get along? Or is it really you? You, you, tell me, somebody tell me. Hey, it's CDB everywhere on the internet that you are feeling me right now. <sighs> are you the cause or... It's grandmama plus everyone else that wants to whisper in your ear. Are they right? These mofos are just jealous, they tell you. Everybody's jealous. Everybody's jealous. Everybody hates you. Everybody's against you. You're confused. You're confused. You're confused. Oh, God, it's most confused. It drives you to drink, and I don't even like drink. All those alcohols and things taste like busted water. I mean, that's not busted water. I mean, it is busted water. It's 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 manipulated water. How about that? Still reminds me of drinking my own urine. But anyway, you're still ostracized, ostracized, or as the culture knows it today, you're canceled. I don't know if I've ever been canceled. I was thinking about that. I'm, I'm sure that if you go back through my life, if I go back through my life, you don't have to do that. You got your own business. I understand. Please forgive me for, you know, asking you to take time out of your day to actually pay attention to mine. And I wouldn't mean, I'm being serious. Like, dude, you got other things to do. Um, I guess if I can, if I sit here and process it a little bit, I'm sure I can find one or two details that would, you know, measure up to what today uh, or the society, the society, the culture today would would deem as canceled. I'm sure it's there. I, you know, hmm. 
I'm I'm still trying to process it. My my dear aunt, Mama Stacy, have you processed today? Like, dude, you like I got nothing better to do. I think she graduated. I need to uh, uh, need to hit her up and appreciate her. She got a master's degree in theology, theology out there in uh, with the Lutherans. Martin Luther, you know that guy. He nailed his ninety-five theses to the door. He was he was the ultimate canceled culture. Uh, the church canceled him. Yeah, all those Catholics. Anyway, and now that I have, as my aunt Mama Stacy says, processed it, I I I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your ass been canceled about twenty times over. E. Go on, just just why you mer. Anyway. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still thinking. That was that time in Bowling Park when I, Jennifer Knight, I smacked that girl with a broom. See, what happened was, I was just sitting there minding my business, you know, getting my ass kicked every day like I do. And she just decided to take the broom. You know, back then they had brooms in classrooms. I don't know. Do they still have them in classrooms? I haven't been in classroom in years. Um, she decided to take the broom and just smack me in the, oh, Jesus. I don't know what happened. It was like an out-of-body experience. It was like the Incredible Hulk. It was like, I, 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 don't, I don't know any other way to describe the fact that I just went, what? And and just picked up the broom and just started smacking bitches. And, you know, that got me canceled. Um, then there was the school concubine. That was in high school. That got me canceled. Then I had holes in my clothes. Which... Mind you, that pisses me off right now. Can can we appreciate how pissed off why I'm sorry. I asked you to get in my business again. Please forgive me, but I'm sure you understand the magnitude of horror. I mean, just just pause for a moment. Back yonder, we got joked shitless. If our shoes was dirty, now mofo spending a hundred dollar plus to look homeless. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, this is not good for my health. All this reminiscing is not good for my mental health. So I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to think. Just let me here think about just something here. No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a clod be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less. As well as if a promontory to who? Okay, we move on. As well as if a manor of thy friends or of thine own were. Totally didn't get that either. Okay. Any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind and therefore never send to know whom the bells toll. It tolls for thee. You totally didn't get into that. Okay, cool. I, seeing as I can't, un, I, I didn't understand that. I I can definitely feel okay to pass uh, the credit. 
plastic on down the table that piece of awesome sauce or you know some of you might think not i'm past down the table let you show love to the one and only unless daddy ran out on mama which he did he died daddy died now ask the lord to forgive you he says you're forgiven now sin no more john donnie the English poet, satirist, lawyer, priest, a.k.a. spiritual errand boy for King James I. When he wasn't busy being Anne Moore's husband, who he knocked up 12 times. I guess all them rhymes kept her wet wet. <clears throat> Anyways, you can show homie some love. He's always... These days hanging around St. Paul's Cathedral in England. So, you know, you can you know where to go find him if you want to, you know, try to figure out what the hell I just read. Anyways, again, since we, you know, aren't an island to ourselves, there must be a group of people somewhere who understands what I am feeling, what we are feeling, you and I are feeling it together. This, this moment we're having that is just hell on our mental health. There's got to be somebody. New York City. Everything is there, right? From disgruntled, a disgruntled five million short ex-president to heavy buildings driving the city down into the abyss. What? Wait, wait, hold up. Wait, wait. Don Senior. That's what I'm talking about. He's in Florida? I thought he, oh, he went to New York to lose some money. Oh, okay. All right, cool. To, 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 oh, to that. Okay, to the girl. All right, cool. Don Jr., where he at? He, oh, he's in Florida, too. Oh. So Don Senior went to Florida to, to, went to New York to lose some money, and Don Jr. went to Florida. It was a girl, too. Pussy. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. Anyway, Casey Neistat is, is, he returned. Gary V is still telling people to fuck off. And, oh, Aaron Rodgers is in town now. Go Jets. <laughs> Speaking of Jets, homie Mike. Let me see here. He, he, I hit him up and talk about it. Let me see. We got this thing here. Go to my thing. Oh, kind of think of it. There, there is Casey Neistat right there. You know, there's. Anyway, let me see. He posted this right here. Let me see what he said. See, you, you, you play these mind games, and I'm not falling for it because you know your quarterback of your team in general is better than the Jets. You just have to have um, two or be 100% or at least to play these 14 out of those 17 games, and hopefully it's towards the playoffs where y'all have a deep run. But um, tomorrow, the earliest I can do, I can do. Okay, I don't want to talk to him. Um, actually, he he said he can do eight to ten. We might we might pull him in in just a few minutes. Um, um, let me see thirty. Let me see thirty minutes, maybe. Okay, I'm gonna see what he say. Anyway, he he's he's you know he's a Jets fan. Yeah, and they 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 they're feeling some type of way. They've been canceled. You talk about the ultimate football. The ultimate sports canceled squad is the Jets. 50 years since the championship. 12 years or so since the playoff appearance. 
1,000 years since they've actually been good. I mean, seriously, they beat the Colts. All because Joe Nabel handled business in the year of oral sexual B. 1969, for those of you who didn't know. More emphasis on the 69. Oral sexual B. Sexual B. Mm. It's New York, man. That's all they do up there is play with the dicks and get girls wet wet. Mm. I said that, yeah. Anyways, for the thousands, or more like the 30,000th time, I said it anyway, the party is canceled. That's what I want to focus on today. Inside of a monthly New York City hangout where fired university professors and controversial TikTokers get together to TikTokers. Aren't they, aren't they shut down? Oh, that was in Montana. Who the hell goes to Montana? Anyway, uh, they get together, all these controversial people, to have discussions they feel can they can't have anywhere else. My people! Finally, I have met my people. Hey, I brought the, I brought, you can't even hear it. You're supposed to hear it when it's shake. I brought the jug. It's a big ass jug, 64 ounces. Hold on, let me take a swig. Because I'm happy I met my people. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah, that felt good. Ah, there's nothing in there but true water, but that's all right. Y'all, y'all mess with that funny water. All right. About 200 people. From the media, academia, and other influential intellectuals, should I say. Circles are invited to a private hangout in New York City, which is known as the gather, the gathering of thought criminals. <laughs> that, 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 that right there, that right, that, that right there got you, that right there, that right there. Two rules to this piece of business. The first is that you have to be willing to share a chicken leg or thigh. It might be a problem. I don't like sharing my chicken with anybody, even folk I like. I look at my wife funny. Smack the dog if she comes after my chicken. Hmm. Okay. That part got me. But, all right. Share a chicken leg or thigh with people who have been socially growled at. Or as the attendees would say, canceled. Whether loss. I'm still on that chicken leg. Anyway, whether loss of job, friends, or simply feel persecuted. Excuse me. Do you feel persecuted? The dog is back there shaking. I was wondering. Uh, I said something about the chicken leg. Did I speak? Did I? Okay. You're just trying to get comfortable. All right, cool. Um, what am I saying? Uh, lost job friends or simply feel persecuted for holding unpopular opinions yeah that's what I am I'm a guy who apparently you know what let me tell you something else that, that kind of gets me my goose here just we're having this conversation by cancel you what, 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 got emails going off you ever had people that that was the email sign right what, yeah okay cool I don't, I don't know what my texts are I'm a notification I don't know them things anyway um Okay, you ever had people who got canceled? Yeah, let me talk to you. You 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 got canceled just by keeping your mouth closed. You, you ever realize that sometimes just not saying something gets you canceled? You know what I'm saying? How crazy is that? 
Anyway, these might be your people. So, some people are are notorious. They're they're elite of professionals. As I'm trying to make sure I get to uh, this this right, because you know I'm I'm reading the brochure, and it's like you know making sure I understand what I'm reading. Like that that poem up there by that dude who got them twelve kids, because all he did was wrote to Ann Moore and got a wet wet. <sighs> Some people are notorious elite professors who have broken university rules. Journalists who have made a name for themselves amid public backlash. I guess Bill O'Reilly and Tucker Carlson are frequents here. Mm. Others are relative nobodies. People who for one reason or another have become just overwhelmed with the rampant Censorous thinking in our culture. Eh. Pamela. Pamela. This is the second reason. Or the second rule. Pamela Parsky or Parsky. Or Parsky. Something like that. The gatherings organizer, 56-year-old psychologist has to like you. That's the second. That's the second rule. There's two rules. The first rule is you gotta, you know, shake your chicken. The second rule is this chick gotta like you. Mm-hmm. Which shouldn't be too hard to get a cougar to like me. I mean, you know, after all, I got one sleeping in the driveway. <laughs> I do. Ninety-seven cougar. Yep. Two door. Dual exhaust. Goes zero to sixty and like. Mm-hmm. I can get all the way military highway in five seconds if I push it. But I won't, because she's old. She's precious. You have to take care of your baby. The older they get, the more you got to, you know, love them. Cougars. They're just good to make you money. Mm. Anyway, I should uh, seek an invitation, maybe. Now that I got all hot and bothered. What? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, there, there's, there's something in my ear, you know. It's just talking to me. It's giving me things that, you know, I didn't consider. Like... It's about a six-hour, three fifty-four mile trip to chill with mostly rice, mostly right wingers. Oh, I oh we did say Bill O'Reilly and Tucker is going to be there. Okay, but is that all? Is there? What's this right here? In a place like New York, you feel surrounded by people who are so far removed from where you are. Every conversation is about capitalism. Is, is about how capitalism is evil or how America is the most racist, sexist, homophobic country in the world. As a result, there are a lot of political homelessness here. See, it doesn't say anything about right-wingers. It's just, you know, it's piece of business by, who's Nick Gillespie? An editor-at-large at a libertarian magazine reason and a regular at the oh he's a regular at the gatherings because you know every libertarian has been canceled <laughs> i mean you either democrat or republican shut up you know it and they're trying to cancel the republicans to make them all democrats so god bless if you want to be anything other than that uh where's that green dude the green dude one uh, you don't know okay <sighs> who are some of the peeps at this event other than these folks, since we, since we, it's got to be a guest list. Let me see. Um, 
Michael Thad Allen and Samantha Harris, co-owners of the law firm who jokingly referred to themselves as the lawyers to the canceled. Huh, that sounds interesting. Might need to hit them up, you know, after this podcast comes out. Joshua Katz, or yeah, the thing that I don't know what you're calling me for. Joshua Katz, my phone was ringing. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm gonna answer it then. Um, good morning or afternoon or evening. I don't know how you feel. What? I just said good morning, afternoon, or evening. I'm working on my podcast of talking about the canceled culture of the society, how we canceling everybody. And I just you called, so I thought I'd just say good morning, afternoon, or evening. I don't know how you're feeling. culture? Well, you have to listen to the podcast when it comes out. So can I call you back? Oh, okay. All right. Good morning to you. How are you? Are you beautiful? I'm always beautiful. Okay. Well, then now we know that you're all right, then I can call you back. Goodbye. All right. My mother, ladies and gentlemen. Who was I talking about? Joshua Katz. Katz. A former Princeton professor who wrote a controversial essay in 2020 calling an anti-racist protest group the Black Justice League. Oh, that'll get your ass canceled. You go out to black people in New York with Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and Tavis Smiley. It's Cordell Wesson. He's not in. Where the hell he is? Hey, damn, he got canceled too. Shit, he might be here. Anyway, he called the Black Justice League a small local terrorist organization. That shit'll get you damn canceled. He probably was a Trump supporter. He voted for Donald, didn't he? Oh, Joshua Katz. <sighs> All right. Where are these folks meeting at? Because I'm interested. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. It's <sighs> a monthly meeting, mostly on Sundays around, what, 6 p.m.? At the uh, at the Olive Tree Cafe, uh, the restaurant above the Comedy Cellar in Greenwich Village. In Greenwich, see that lets you know right now this is the perfect home for the cancel. It's in Greenwich, which rhymes with bitch. This is where all the cancel bitches go. The green bitches. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. Yes, I did, but, you know, <laughs> I have to apologize because I'll get canceled. Um, the olive tree is what we're talking about here. It's a bit of a scene for, you know, dissents. All the folks who, you know, push back. Um, even beyond the, uh, the Parsky group, Noam... DeWarman, uh, DeWarman, yeah, the owner of both the comedy cellar and the restaurant, pick up the tab for the gathering. He likes that his venues can be used for lively debate. Another known fact the cellar is uh, a known place for controversial entertainers like Louis C.K. can perform. You remember Louis C.K., they canceled his ass. He had to apologize, but they they, you know, they just burned him. And then once he decided that he wanted to hunker down and, you know, turn from his wicked ways and ask the culture to give him his penis back, you know, he, he, he 
you was put back in good graces. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. They cut your dick off and then they put it on ice. And then once you decide that you want to come back and become unneutered. Yeah, that's what they Anyway, let's just pause here. Because I think I've understood everything I want about this piece of business. So I just want to pause. It's a good party. You know, something I might consider being a part. I just want to hear what's going on. I might drive up there to New York and see if I can get an invitation. It's only 347 miles away. About six, seven miles to get there. You know, depending on traffic. I'm going north. Oh, hell, I still got to go through that damn Hampton Road. Well, I can go to Mount Merrimack Tunnel. But shit, that sometimes backs up too. Yeah. About seven, eight miles. Huh? Okay, seven, eight hours. I can get there. Pick up Uncle Danny on the way back. You know, he wants to come down here. Because he's in New Jersey, so, you know, if I go around New York, I can swing. I'm sorry, I'm handling my business. I'm trying to, th- I'm, I told you I was pausing. Huh. Hey, wait, 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 hold up. It's got more here? Let me see. All different stories. This is this, this guest list here. I just, I, just, I just got more of the guest list. You know, um, people like Ben Appel, who mostly identify as queer. He was canceled because some folk were looking down on him because he's cisgender. Even though he is also so, see now you you got you got the people here who think that the black folks are terrorists. You got the 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 uh, who else was up in there? The lawyer to the uh, the the canceled. So so you got the the libertarians, the the Republicans, the KKK, and now the gay people. Everybody's involved. Now you just need a black southerner who can't figure out how to make it in this damn city and you got a good squad. All right, let me pack my bags. I, I, I need to go. I need to go. All right? I need to go. I'm sold. All right? I want to be a part. Let me, let me, you know what? Let me take, I'm, I'm a, if you don't mind, can I take a second right here? I'm going to try to figure out how I can get on this team. All right? Let me, let me see if I can't get somebody on the horn. Maybe I'll call my mama back. She, she, she might be able to know how I can. Can they just give me a second? Let me, let me figure out how to get that. I mean, you, you go take a pause. Get you a swig. Maybe you might want to figure this out too. You know, we, we'll compare notes in just a few seconds. Just, just call me nurse. <laughs> My beautiful people, as I, why my chair want to be, you know, why every chair I sit in, is, is, it, is it me, is it that I'm fat, or is it that every chair I sit in just wants to scream for mercy, I guess it's because I'm fat, right, that every chair wants to scream for mercy, or do they just do that normally, I need some skinny folks to talk to me, do your chair scream for mercy, you got these gamer chairs, do they scream for mercy for you too, speaking of screaming for mercy, I want to talk about somebody, or a couple people, should I say, who were connected to the ultimate Screaming for Mercies. Everybody that came near him screamed for mercy. Talk about a little history, if you don't mind. History is the story of events with praise or blame. That's why you talk about history. Let's talk about the kings. Arguably of cancel culture, at least in my view they are. Adolf Hitler. First off, I'm shook. Did you or did anyone take into consideration that this motherfucker 
Won't even full-blooded German? These bastards. These bastards turned the reins of their country over to a goddamn foreigner. He was Austrian. He was a goddamn foreigner. Who killed all the foreigners? Anybody take that into consideration? But then again, let's have mercy on the people. We must have mercy. Just like we must have mercy on the 75 million people who voted for Donald Trump. We must have mercy. First of all, let's talk about why we have mercy on Mr. Uh, Mr. Adolf. He was the fourth child by the third wife. That's like being Baron Trump. Come on now. Everybody know Ivana was the real bitch. Everybody know that the love of his life was Ivana. And if he couldn't get away with it, he wouldn't get ultimately canceled. He'd put his dick in his wife. Excuse me, his daughter and his wife. Probably at the same time. Ivana and Ivanka. Everybody know that's Trump's heart. So you got you got this this Adolf, who's literally, you know, the third time we figured this out, this marriage thing. So we got drama post. Not to mention that this is the third wife and he's the fourth child, but the other three. I don't know if it was before or after, but there was three of them that died and, and, and mama couldn't spit them out. So that was some drama in the house. Bottom line is daddy won't, he, he couldn't been too, he won't write in the head with daddy. Anyways, today, 1936, that's what's on my mind. There was a gathering of the modern day originators, as I call them, of cancel culture. The pack. It was a pack. Uh, was initially drafted as a tri-party military alliance between Japan, Italy, and Germany. While Japan wanted to focus on the pack to be aimed at the Soviet Union, Italy and Germany wanted to focus. Uh, wanted the focus of its aim to be on or at the British Empire and France. Vive la France! Due to this disagreement, the pact was signed without Japan, and as a result, it became an agreement which only existed between fascist Italy and Nazi Germany, signed on this day, day 22 of month 5, 1939. The pact consisted of two parts. The first section was an open declaration of continuing trust and cooperation between Germany and Italy. You expect anybody to trust Hitler? That was what's wrong with Mussolini. That rat bastard trusted a goddamn narcissist. Anyway, he did it. The second section, quote, secret supplementary protocol, end quote encouraged a union of policies concerning the military and the economy. Popularity and support for radical political parties such as the Nazis of Adolf Hitler and the fascists of Benito Mussolini exploded after the Great Depression had several hamperings uh, just 
obliterated the economies of both countries. Which is how these games are birthed, these, these you know, dictators. Mussolini, Adolf Hitler, Donald Trump. Who's that dude down in Muammar Gaddafi? All them people. Uh, the guy that, that, that George Bush got. Saddam Hussein, mm -hmm, him. Daddy, I did it. You couldn't, but I did it. I finished it for you. Daddy 41. You give me cookie now? Let me stop. George Bush doesn't deserve that. Anyway. For the 59,000th time I said that. It is individuals like these who thrive off the breakdown and the desperation of the culture. That's why I said you should have mercy. But again, I'm, 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 I'm shook. I'm so shook that, that you know. Because these, these two homies, literally, Mussolini and Adolf, they were like political twins. Think about this. In 1922, Mussolini secured his position as prime minister of the kingdom of Italy. His first actions made him immensely popular. Massive programs of public works provided employment and transform Italy's infrastructure. In the Mediterranean, Mussolini built a powerful navy larger than the combined might of the British and French Mediterranean. Viva la France! Mediterranean fleets. That was Mussolini. Then you go and you think about Hitler. When he was appointed Chancellor in 1933, he initiated a huge wave also of public works and secret rearrangements or re re rearmaments. Fascism and Nazism shared similar principles and Hitler and Mussolini met on several state and private occasions in the 1930s. And on October, or should I say 23 days in the month 10, 1936, Italy and Germany signed a secret protocol aligning their foreign policies for the first time on such issues as the Spanish Civil War and the League of Nations, which ultimately became the United Nations. And the Abyssinia crisis, which, you know, we don't want to talk about that. Now that I'm here, j just to think about this real quick. Because uh, somebody else that I think, if it wasn't for the fact that their ideologies and ideals was on the opposite side, you could add Franklin Delano into this. FDR. I mean, that's how he came to power. That, that's how he maintained power. And if it wasn't for the fact that polio, you know, ultimately canceled him, he, he, we, might, we, might, we might be going, Britannia, Britannia rules the way, Britain. Oh, wait, that's over there. No, we might be saying, God gave our gracious Franklin Delano to reign over us here in the States. Dun, 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 
time. We don't care what the Constitution says. It's true now. They really don't care. We want Franklin to remain our ruler. So rip it up and give us what we want. Franklin Delano's here to stay. Hey, oh, that felt good. <laughs> Somebody write that down. Oh, we got a recorder. Okay, cool. That's good. We'll come back to it later. So, just fascinating to think. I don't know if anybody want me to. Con- I, that 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 might be the ultimate cancel. Me comparing Franklin Delano to, you know, these two misfits, Mussolini and Hitler. As I'm talking about. Anyway, back to what we're talking about. This officially, this official sealing with this signing. The Pack of Steel obligated Germany and Italy to aid the other country's military, economic, and otherwise event of war. So basically, they were setting Mussolini and Hitler was setting things up, trying to get through. They, they knew what they were about to do. They, they knew shit was about to go down. I don't know if America was in there. See, see, Mussolini and Hitler wanted to dominate the whole ideology. Known as Europe, he wanted Europe, which you know some people will argue that that you know England had something to do with that, and and, and it, it kind of set off uh, Brother Hitler, and it's a whole big thing. Anyway, so that's the the pact. Now let's let's talk about some of these amendments here, because they got the articles. We got we got five good articles here that we want we want to focus on our attention here. If we can uh, what's going on in this pact. Article number one here. Uh, let me see if I can't pull this up here and, uh, and 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 see if we can't we can't we can't we can't read this here to you. The contracting parties will remain a permanent contract with each other in order to come to an understanding of all common interests or the European situations as a whole. That's the first thing in this piece of business. Article two. In the event that the common interests of the contracting parties be jeopardized through international happenings of any kind, they will immediately enter into consultation regarding the necessary measures to prevent these interests. You know, you have any you Okay, cool. We keep going. Should the security or other vital interests of one of the contracting parties be threatened from outside, the other contracting party will afford the threatened party its full political and diplomatic support in order to remote or remove the threats. Basically, what I'm thinking is, like, if you come after him, you got to come after me. You you shoot his house, I'm going to kill your dog. Something like that. Why, why would you take the dog for the house? I mean, you got your dog. You're going to kill him. Okay. Maybe a glitch there. Article 3. If it should happen against the wishes and hopes of the contracting parties that one of them becomes involved in military complications with another power or other powers, the other contracting party will immediately step to its side as an ally and will support it with all its military might on land, at sea, and in air. Hmm. Tell me they're not trying to set up for something here. Number four, in order to ensure in any given case 
the rapid implementation of the alliance obligation of Article 3. The governments of the two contracting parties will further intensify their cooperation in the military sphere and the sphere of war economy. Similarly, the two governments will keep each other regularly informed of other measures necessarily for the practical implementation of this pact. The two governments will create standing commissions under the direction of the foreign ministers who, for the purposes indicated in Articles 1 and 2. And we got number five. The contracting parties already at this point bind themselves in the event of jointly waged war to conclude any um, peace or only in full agreement with each other. So basically to conclude that ain't nobody going to, I, mean, I might be, am I, no, this is, I think this right here. Yeah. You can't talk about peace. So, so Mussolini can't go over to, to FDR and Churchill and say, listen, I want to talk to you, man. I'm, I'm tired. I've been fighting this war for years, man. And can we can we just can we just have a truce? You don't mind, do you? You don't mind. He can't do that because this 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 piece of business won't won't let him do it. That's that's what it is. All right, six. The two contracting parties are aware of the importance of their joint relations to the powers which are friendly to them. They are determined to maintain these relations in future and to promote the adequate development of the common interests which bind them to these powers. Number seven, I believe this is. This pact comes into force immediately upon its signing. The two contracting parties are agreed upon fixing their first period of this validity of its validity at 10 years. So they, they literally talked about this is going to happen all the way through 1946. What was it? it was, what was this sign? I mean, let me go back here. It was signed because I might be, might be, might be messing up. No, 36. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not. It, 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 give me the date. I want the date. I saw it was, I knew, I knew it's in my notes. Where is it? 39 this was so yeah all the way through basically night wow so that's 39 so they talk about this is all almost 1950 they're talking about doing this they they were can, can i talk to you in wrestling term these motherfuckers was booking this war out to 1950 granted that didn't happen because mussolini got his ass kicked and adolf hitler found himself in a bunker somewhere Taking cyanide pills with uh, Eva Browning. I don't know what he did. What, what, did, did, he, did he poison himself or did he shoot himself in the head? Which one was it? You don't know. Okay, cool. You do know, but you don't want to talk about it. All right, cool. Because it's uh, that's your homeland. All right, cool. The wall says hi. Anyway, uh, like I said, that didn't happen. Um, in November 1942, just to give you, you know, I told you he got his ass kicked, Mussolini, but let me tell you how he got his ass kicked. The Axis forces in North Africa, led by Field Marshal Erwin Rommel, were decisively defeated by the British and the British Commonwealth forces at the Second Battle of El Almin. 
In July 1943, the Western Allies opened up a new front by invading Sicily. In the aftermath of this, Mussolini was overthrown by 19 members and Gran Consiglio, who voted in favor of Ordine Grandi. The new Italian government under Field Marshal Petro Bagogilio signed in armistice with the Allies in September and became a non-belligerent, thus effectively ending Italy's involvement in the pact. Nonetheless, to this day, we'll, it will always be a day. It will always be a day where whether you are, you know, it doesn't matter how you feel. I guess what I'm trying to say. You could, you know, be in favor. You know, what Jay-Z said? Hitler was a good dude? Is that what he said? I don't know. You was listening. I wasn't. Anyway, how you feel? It would always be a day where two weirdos, two weirdos got together to discuss how to unite, how they could, you know, together, unitedly, how they could politically jizz on planet Earth. And that, my friends, that, my friends, even, even though it might just cook your goose a little bit, you got to think, maybe Jay-Z had a point. Not Jay-Z. Oh, God, don't get me canceled. It wasn't Jay-Z. It wasn't Jay-Z that said Hitler was cool. It was Kanye. Thank you all. I'm glad you reminded me. Whew. Thank you for cleaning that up. Jesus. You know, Wall, you take a lot of shit. People talk about the fact that you're always dirty, but the fact is you just soak up everybody's bullshit, and, and I appreciate you for that. And I thank you for reminding me that it wasn't Jay-Z. Jay-Z and Beyonce are doing good. Leave them alone. They're not Will Smith and Jada. They ain't got no entanglements. Talk about canceled. Anyway, uh, yeah, Kanye. Hitler is cool, right? Okay. Yeah. Still, it's, it's it's got some awesome softness to it. That's all I got to say. It's got some awesome softness to it. The fact they almost pulled it off is it's fascinating. All right. Let me. I want to talk to Mike. Let me see if I can't get him on the line here in just a second. We're going to talk about some things. Let's talk about some fitness. Yeah, let, let me get him on the line. Three more minutes. I'm sorry. Five more minutes. I'm black. You know, I'm black. Nigga ain't got five more minutes. Huh? Nigga ain't got five more minutes. Give you five more minutes? No, I ain't got five minutes. Okay. Okay. All right. You got you. All right. You need five minutes. He hung up on me. 
Why do you sound like you you just lost your 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 best friend in the world? 
nah, I just finished running. So I was trying to post. So that was the delay. My apologies, you know how that goes. Uh, this damn um, service couldn't even send it out. So Oh, you got problems too? Yeah, man. So I thought it was just me. I just tried to post something on Instagram bitching about the fact that you just canceled me for five minutes and it wouldn't post. <laughs> so, anyway, how are you? I'm good this morning. I'm good. I'm spending my day talking about, you know, all things New York. There's a piece of business up there. A group of people who, group of misfits, if you please, that meet, you know, all the canceled people meet up there. And I thought about coming up there and, and, and hanging out, you know. Then I realized you was up there and you might want to drop by because, you know, you're a part of an organization that's been canceled for the last thousand years, the Jets. And, uh, yeah. That's how you want to start the, um, the conversation. <laughs> All right. You want to start that? <laughs> Oh God, jokes are ready. I mean, you know, you, you got Aaron Rodgers, so you might get, you might, you know, the, the Jets might do, Aaron Rodgers might do for the Jets, but he might get the Louis C.K. deal, you know. They cut off Louis C.K.'s dick, and then he went back and apologized, and they helped him sew it back on, you know. They unneutered him. So maybe, uh, you know, when Aaron Rodgers comes to town, the Jets will become unneutered. And 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 you 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 won't be no longer you would no longer be the canceled team. You would no longer be the team whose only claim to fame was when Joe Namath had an oral B session in 1969. Get it? Oral 1969. Focus on the 69. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this guy's he's starting off. Go ahead. Start off hot. Go ahead. No, I'm good. That's all I want to talk about. That's all I want to talk about. I actually am in favor of your Jets. I just want to say, I actually hope that you actually get to the Super Bowl this year. You won't do it again, but I hope at least this one time I would like, you know, I got on the phone with Mike McDaniels. He was down there at the heat game and he was on the, he was on the front lines. He was, he was out there doing his thing. You know, it's on Twitter. He was out there, got a little, got the little, uh, the little uh, thing up, the little, little towel says "Beat Boston." You know, everybody wants to beat Boston. You know, even Ma even even our mutual friend Matthew, he gets on here, and every time you mention that, he goes "Fuck Boston." You know, so everybody hates Boston. So you know, he was at the game, you know, minding his business and everything, you know, doing his thing, probably getting some promotion for Miami Dolphins. You know, what I'm saying because it's in Miami, you know, we gotta do our thing, right? I called him about like, yo, um, um, um. Uh, MD, he's like, yeah, what's good, bro? I'm like, yo, um, so just let the Jets have it this year, just just this one time. I mean, okay. you know, all you gotta do is get to the playoffs, you know, and 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 you know, just just make sure you stay a playoff team. Don't get the wild card this year. Actually, become a playoff contender. You know, I'm not telling you that that you gonna get the conference because I, I I'm not because if you get the conference, that means that we get put out. And I ain't trying to be no no. We 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 need to be in, but then just let y'all have it. Just this one time. Y'all go to the promised land, and then old Aaron Rodgers can get back on his private jet or however the hell he, he rolled into town and go back to that dark hole that he came out of, back into the darkness, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. I, I, I wish the best for you. And you're a Dolphins fan. Just, um, just want to be reminded. That's coming from a Dolphins fan. <laughs> 
a Dolphins fan who had a playoff uh, appearance last year. That's all I got to say. I can, and I can tell you, nobody know who the damn quarterback was except for you guys. But we had a playoff appearance. Anyway, let's <laughs> That's like how many in recent years you had a a backup backup quarterback. Okay, I'm going to talk about that. I want to talk about my workout. My workout was canceled. Can I talk about my workout here for a uh, No, no, no. You you start with the football. Don't uh, don't do that. You yes, know? I did it. I did it. I moved on. So uh, <laughs> I I want to uh, I want to talk about something real quick because you're into fitness and. Uh, I'm still a baby at it, but go ahead. Well, well, you know, it's it's a moment of confession, okay? You know, uh, January, I think it was somewhere in there. I I, I canceled my gym membership. I, I I went down, looked this little lady in the face over at the Planet Fitness, and I was like, look, I I appreciate you all the the you know the hard work you've done, the nights that you've stayed here and manned this desk because I had to come in at two o'clock in the morning because I couldn't come in any other time, because you know while the sun was hot, you felt like people was in there waiting for Jesus to stop by on the well, you know because you literally felt like it was a pool of Bethesda in there and they were just waiting for the Jesus to come by to heal some niggas. You know that's what you felt like when you went to the Planet Fitness. I don't know if y'all have a Planet Fitness up there. There's plenty of Planet Fitness over here. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and every, I'm sure they all, you know, you can't even get cockroaches in there. They're full so bad. I mean, the only, only thing good about Planet Fitness is if you're a horn dog and you hope one day, you know, while you're squatting, one of the girls will come by and pick up a weight and she'll just bend right down in front of you. You might get your pee-pee sucked. That's about it. Um... That's no offense to people who go work out at Planet Fitness. It's one of the reasons why I don't work out at Planet Fitness. Um, I'm just against a gym that promotes pizza and bagels. <laughs> I don't know. What is wrong with pizza and bagels, you you not, fitness not, fuck? Not at a gym like that. I'm sorry, man. I don't see gyms doing that. Uh, most gyms doing that. The gym I go to um, and several gyms I've been to and gone through have not been, hey, there's pizza and, and don't Because you're self-righteous pricks, all of you gym rats. That's why nobody wants to go. It's a choice. You don't have to go to a gym. You can just go walk around the block. We're not talking about that day. We're talking about gyms today. Well, I mean, we can talk about gyms. But I'm, I'm being canceled. You that- I canceled my gym membership, and I need to talk to somebody about it. You're supposed to be a supportive friend. I am. I'm just telling you, that's a you problem. You made the decision to leave Planet Fitness. Now, you have the option to go to another gym that's probably better than Planet Fitness. Can, can, did, did, can I finish why I left the gym? Of course. You, you, go ahead. Drink my coffee. <laughs> this is going to be good. I, 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 I was expressing to you why I left the gym, and here you are mutilating me. You are all, You are canceling me again. Oh, so, uh, Scott, give this guy a tissue. He's crying. Go ahead. I got a tissue. It's wiping the snot from my nostrils. That's why this is uh, a video. That's why I can't do video because I cry too much during these pieces of business. It's not fun to cry. I mean, hey, be emotional. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, man. Jesus wept. No. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> you got me there. You got me there, E. But go ahead, E. Um, explain, bro. So, you know. I left the Planet Fitness. You know, I never did participate in the bagels and the pizza. I wasn't there that time. I told you. When the sun's up, you don't go there. Because you're getting bagels by day and pizza by night. All the motherfuckers want to go to the gym. So 
before I left. Now, there were some other reasons why I left. And that's why I want to talk to you. I want to introduce you to somebody. Uh, Lisa or Lucy. Not Lisa. Her name's Lucy. Lucy Gornall. And uh, some, some fitness trainers. You're a fitness trainer. So maybe, you know... This Matt and Liam guy, maybe maybe y'all agree on some of these things. These are these are five things that I want to talk to you about. This this, this Liam Cavanaugh. Now he's he might be related to Brett because you know all white people are cousins. Ain't that what they say about us, right? That we all related. Oh, I think every yeah, everybody, every culture they have that same problem. So you absolutely. It was right. supposed to be a joke, and you had to go and contextualize it, dude. Just, just <laughs> I put. Up- on on the application when they say I'm um, background I just put other so you know you won't even tell the people you're black but I put other in the application why you can't why you can't tell them you're black I am black but I like to say other you know Pacific Islander and just to be more specific absolutely you're no, a Pacific Islander for real for real I'm just from the island <laughs> what island Jamaica oh hey, hey, hey oh Hey, oh, they like come, I like, on, come on, I don't want to go home. Yes, sir. I mean, eat, eat. Well, I'm not, I'm born here, but my background is Jamaican. Um, my parents are from Jamaica, so. Eat them, yep. Mondelay, want to get no. banana. In a, why do they have to say want to get banana? That sounds so fucking racist. <laughs> but there's different type of banana. They have green banana. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I don't know why that's I, that's probably why we haven't heard that song in a while. It's been fucking canceled because that's goddamn racist. I mean, everything nowadays is considered racist, and everybody is so sensitive. Like, oh my god, <laughs> like yo, this song is how many years old? No, but hurt my feelings. <laughs> you know what? Okay, you want to go to this cancel culture meeting? It's up there in your town. I'll meet you there. No, I already, listen, New York is already um, a liberal town. I'm good. <laughs> I'm but good. where all the cancel people go? You might fit in. You're a misfit. You believe in all these things and want the government to die. You're a Trumpist. I, I mean, that's what you want to say. I mean, I, hey, I just believe in telling the truth now. <laughs> I'm more in the middle, okay? I'm with, let me just be real. I'm okay, good. You, that's why you'll fit out well at this cancel culture meeting, because nobody likes the middleman. I believe in the truth, but go ahead, back to the gym. Yeah, back, back to the gym, back to the Talk gym. To me. Yeah, yeah, so you got these five points that these uh, these three uh, personalities, two of them being fitness trainers, Matt Morsia, Morsia and uh, Liam Cavanaugh, decided that they wanted to express. Uh, the first piece of business they said is stop risking your spine. Deadlifting with a rounded lower back is both common and dangerous. If you're looking for a great way to destroy your spine, this is it. Especially when under a heavy load, if you can't lift, if you can't deadlift with a neutral flat lower back, the weight is simply too heavy. What say you? Well, that's what they um, addressed to you about it? Yes. Yeah. You see, um, 
I want to say, uh, like I said, I'm not trying to knock anybody that work out at Planet Fitness, first and foremost. First of all, this can um, come from Planet Fitness. We, we're done with Planet Fitness. We left them. Because certain gyms, you know, I've been in Planet Fitness a couple times. We're not talking about Planet Fitness. We're talking about risking your spine. Well, I'm just saying, I'm going to give you Planet Fitness, for example, because okay. they have, it's more of a safe gym. Like where, I will say the beginner's gym, where they have a lot of safety um, machines that, um, no, not many free weights. I mean, they do have free weights, but like um, dealing like if you want to do, like you said, deadlift, they will have the Smith machine to protect you from actually um, doing real deadlifts without the Smith machine. Or if you're benching, it's like more like training wheels on a bicycle, you know. What does that have to do with breaking your spine? That you, you basically you have to just know your body, know your relationship with your body, what you can or can't do. Plain and simple. So if 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 if, if I can't deadlift. With a neutral or flat lower back, if I'm basically squatting and, 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 and scrunching, you know, some people will tell you that if you're struggling, then you're doing something. You're pushing yourself into the next level. But he's telling me that if I'm scrunching and struggling, then I'm probably fucking myself up. Yes, because it depends how much weight you put it on. You can always just, like, go as low as no weights, no plates on the bar. And you can just put it behind your back, for example, squatting. And then, you know, go down and just go as high reps. Because when I train, I don't just put on plates and say, I'm ready to go lift heavy. No. I'm going to start with a bar with no plates, warm up. That's why people need to warm up. Warm up is imperative. Many people do not warm up. They just go ahead and do the exercise and then they cause themselves to get injured. Hmm. So if you don't warm up your body to do any type of exercise, you're going to get yourself fucked. And you have no one to blame but yourself, but then you're going to blame someone because you don't take care of yourself and not know the fundamentals. Okay. So and everybody's watching. No, also this, everybody's watching the next pro. Oh man, he's living more. I got to live more. Oh, she's doing that. I, it's, everybody's trying to impress the next person they see. You're, you're doing but a great job of canceling my gym experience. I'm being hurt right real. now. I'm, I'm hurt. Sorry. Got, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and try to make it easy for you, like make, soften it up. No, you, you got to get the real, man. I'll just ask the question, you know, is, 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 this, is, you know, is this man right? That's all. You know, you, sometimes people just ask simple questions. You know, they don't, don't, don't beat them up. They just want to ask a simple no, question. Not at all, but I would just say my suggestion is do not start heavy. Just go as light as you can, and there's days where your body will tell you, hey, I don't have it. Just go light and high reps. That, that is a great answer. See? That's a great answer. That makes me that's feel it. good. I've that's learned it. something. Even the most ripped up um, bodybuilders don't lift the heaviest. They just go with, make sure your form is correct. Because another thing, too, that if you're going to hurt yourself, you're probably <clears throat> doing it wrong, your form. Form is everything. That's why it's always good to start light. So you get comfortable on your position, for example, with squatting. If you squat wrong, you can injure so much besides your back. You know, so if you're able to prep yourself and position yourself and 
like I said again, many people don't do that. They just want to, oh, he's doing it. Then I, no. Okay, so, so everything it, here's, it what, here's what I tell you all the time. When you come on talk, so when, when, let me say to me, when I come ask you a question, I don't know most people. So, you know, the best way to piss me off in the conversation is tell me most people, like, I don't want to talk about them. I come talk about the question that I asked and, and what those fuckers do out there. That's what they do. That's their business. And quite frankly, they're not going to pay attention to you or me. So I don't waste my time on most people. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that for, for real, you know, nobody gives a shit about most people. And, and you know what? I agree because even when I work out, someone will cor- correct me and say, hey, you're, you're working out the wrong way. Well, you need to do it this way. I'm like, it's affecting the muscle that is supposed to affect. That's how I look at it. If it's not affecting it, then you have every right to correct my form. Okay, like, first of all, when you go to the gym, you mind your fucking business. You, I didn't ask you to, to get involved in my life, so fuck off. I mean, there are people, that's why when I... One of the reasons I don't like to work out, uh, not work out, but train anyone in the gym because I'm more of an outdoor person. See, outdoor, you're able to have the the room to, it's like an open world. Um, You can do so much different exercises. All you got to do is show up and plant your ass there. But the gym, it can be brutal because you got ego um, people out there, men and women. You see videos of Joey Swole calling out these people, how they be behaving. I don't um, see these videos. I really don't. Oh, I'll tell you, like, the, the gym coach. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. No, I'm going to tell you. I don't let your audience need to know, like, how people will film and make fun of people that is not in shape. Oh, look at that person on the phone. Ha, 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 ha. And I'm like. Why are you filming that person? We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't engage in those conversations around here because we, you know, we don't don't go fucking up people's mental health. We just talk about, you know, how to get better. We don't deal with people who who don't. Mr. E, I think that's still part of it because it's also like I, I'm open. Anybody should go to the gym where it just took better themselves. But then you got people who came from the same um, beginnings, like. They um the, to the people that they making fun of. And okay, what they got to do with me? Say that again. What they got to do with me? Well, as, I mean, I'm just saying you just quit. So you have that quitter's mentality in you, it's just to quit when it comes to bettering yourself. No, I just no. ignore that stuff. So what is your options after this, Jim? Like um leaving Planet Fitness. What are you gonna do? So I was, I was really trying to explain to you the five things that most people left the gym for. And, you know, we, we went, you know, like, you know, they, they're not, pro- they don't know how to properly train. They, they, you know, it, it, it's all these. So I guess what I'm trying to say is all of these things that we're, we're talking here. And I guess I don't need to read this list. I just put it somewhere and, and somebody read it. The moral of the story for what I try to do on a daily basis is, we're talking today about canceling, right? The cancel culture of society. Now, put that aside, because cancel culture can be great. And this, we're talking about canceling certain ideas and ideologies that are related to gyms. That's why when you have these conversations, you have to be very careful. At least I believe you have to be very careful. I am very careful. Because certain conversations can push people over the edge to make them more uh 
anti-gym goers or anti-fitness people because they're listening to people constantly beating them up. I don't like to beat people up. I just like to point out, hey, man, this is what's going on, and we move on. And, and you know, we got some we got some great people here. They're out there that are just saying, you know, man, watch your back and don't hog the weights and stop fucking with people at the gym. It's right here in there. You know, you're just lurking over people. Don't do that. So all these different things, are, what you're telling me is right here. Don't text between sets. You know, they, they're texting. In some cases, yes, is, is looking down on those people because they're texting. Oh, look at them over there texting. But let's be real. Are you really doing a good job of your work? I have been there. Where I, you, when I'm taking a rest break, and let me call my mom and we talk. For, the next thing you know, you didn't talk for 25 minutes. You're supposed to be taking a 2.5-minute break. And it turns into a 25-minute break because you talk to your mom. So the best thing might be to do is just not take your phone. You got your little uh, trackers, your Fitbits, your Garmin's, your Apple Watches, your Samsung's, all those fun things. You take that and you, you, you tie your little music or your podcast. Listen to this. Hey, it's CDB on podcast platforms everywhere, at least for now, until Spotify decides that I have to go exclusive to them. You take that and you put it on there and you just turn your thing on and you're going about your business. I mean, it's, it's finding solutions, my dude. That's what we're working on today. We're canceling the bad and finding and that's why solutions. I prefer the outdoors because you can't. When you're going for a jog, like I just did, and went for a run. Oh, let me go ahead and start texting while I'm running at um six point seven um miles um per hour, and while I'm texting. No, see, when you're in the gym, you sit down on machines, you stand up, so you're able to have the option to um be on your phone, and then you might be distracted. Where Not if you leave it in the locker. Minutes, like you said, talking to someone. Not if you leave your phone in the locker. But most people can't do that because they, you know, like for me, I use. I don't. Um, I don't know most people. Well, I know you're a unicorn. That's pretty much. It. <laughs> I, I mean, it, which, um, which, um, it also shows you the discipline, which you're gonna have to make a sacrifice. Which can you just like, hey, leave the phone for an hour, or how how long you need to work out. Yeah. Like I said again. Why do you need a phone for? Say that again. Why do you need a phone? There's some people that needed to get their uh, mind right, like just like people use it to listen to their music. Um, okay, go buy your fitness it. tracker. Say that again. Go buy your fitness tracker. They're like two dollars now. Oh, I have one too. So I, I mean, mean, so the, most folks got Apple watches and Samsung. Since we want to talk about most people, they got Apple watches and Samsungs and Fitbits and Garmin's and all those things on their arm. You don't need a phone. Put the phone away. Take you a nice little notebook that you can jot your things down in. Which, oh, I still see it. I still see it. The older guys um in the gym actually keep track of their um their progress like that and. Um, and you mix in with different crowds when you go into the gym. You got the older, the younger generation, and, and you kind of tell who's serious about the gym life and who's not. So, so you so, actually go in the gym and look around. Who does that? Um, you look around to find out what machines you're gonna do, what um workouts. Like, if I'm today is leg day, I'm gonna look around. And see what leg exercises I'm going to do, and want to see if anybody is on the machine. Or, um, and whatnot. Okay. And that's why I go and approach. So what normally I see is that you have one person sitting there texting. I don't bother them. I just move on to the next exercise machine. And once I complete that exercise machine, that same person is still texting on um, that person or just watching a YouTube video. 
and wasting time from there. Normally, like me, and I'm, I'm just saying, I speak for myself. After each set, I'll go on and, yeah, I'll change the music. Maybe I'll text, but people that know me knows do not call me when I'm at the gym. Because I will curse you out. Or I will just block you, ignore you, and wait till I finish. Hmm. It's plain and simple. That's why I get up early in the morning and do what I got to do. Even on weekends, most people are sleeping in. I'm working out. By the time they wake up, I'm already done for the day. This is all about discipline. What are you willing to do to be the better version of yourself? You got to have to make sacrifices. Plain and simple. Shall we do an altar call? Do an off call? Yeah. That was a wonderful sermon. Shall we do an altar call? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, this guy, man. I... <laughs> I mean, I'm just sitting here like I'm in church, man. This is a Presbyterian experience. Just sit there quietly and twiddle your thumbs and, and, and put a little peppermint in your mouth. Just a little bit. Make sure they don't hear the paper rattling. You just dab a little peppermint in your mouth. He'll be done in about 10 minutes. It's all right, son. A firm foundation, ye saints of the Lord. He, oh, wait. That's the, that's the call to worship. Here's, here's, the, here's, the, here's the altar call. I surrender all. Uh, oh, no. Come to Jesus. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I was trying to figure out what goes on the end of that sermon. That was all. Whew, no comment. Once again, I just allow you to sing away, bro. Anyway, I was reading while you were, you know, doing your sermon, and um, it, it, okay, I, I, I will tell you that a lot of the things that I want to talk about today. You have basically, excuse me, do you want to have a discussion too? The dog wants to say something to you. What, what do you want to talk about? Okay, thank you. I got to take time to love the dog because she wants to have a conversation. Okay, I love the dog. Now, can you go lay down, please? Um, so, and, and not shake all over the place. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, um, dude. I have the worst child in planet Earth. They don't know how. I'm going to put you in child care. Okay. We got to love the dog. And now she wants to talk. You hear her talking? You, you, you hear this? That, 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 that annoys dogs. Don't do that. That annoys them. That that hurts their ears and that makes them angry. Don't don't have. I got a dog's hand in my, in my. I got my hand in a dog's mouth and you're gonna growl at them like they won't snap at me. I'm supposed to have a conversation with you, not with your dog. Well, she needed she needed to have a moment. Oh. Now she went and laid down. She had her moment. All right. Now, as I was saying. A lot of these things that I want to talk to you about, you, you discussed, you know, and, and I appreciate your your uh, your willingness to express yourself, even if it wasn't a sermon. But, you know, some folk like the sermon. That's that's we, we, we live in a very, very interesting society where it's full of wonderful people from all shapes and sizes and all that good stuff. And. 
you know, I guess sometimes we have to learn to deal with all people. That's all. But for me, I just wanted to, you know, get your perspective on the things. I, I technically already had it here, so I just read that and just move on. And and now that I think about it, it's like, why did I need to, to ask you if these people were right? That was kind of a dumb idea because I'm asking you, do you agree with somebody else's opinion? And I, I would like to apologize for that because that's not fair. So uh, thank you for accepting my apology. Um, other than that, is there, is there anything else that you want to talk about in, in your fitness journey today or, or uh, your, your, uh, you know, cause I'm sorry. I, I have to, again, I apologize. I called you to ask you about what you feel about somebody else's opinion. And I now realize that I just canceled your personality and, and I just canceled your ideas and I'm sorry, but then we're canceling everything today. You canceled me for five minutes. So I don't give a damn. I don't care, man. Listen, I mean, I like I tell anyone, when they want to go work out, you go at your own risk. It's you versus you. Um, you can be inspired on what I do, but I always going to go back and tell them how bad do you really want it. It's easy to go work out, but it's, you got to not do it for six weeks or a few months. No, this is a lifestyle. When you have to weather, it's a relationship you have within yourself. And I always say that because, hey, you can you have arguments with your significant other. You're going to have bad days when you go to the gym. Oh, I'm not in the mood today. Why are you not in the mood? I don't know. Well, you better fix that. Go to the gym. Well, I'm not, I'm not feeling well. Well, go to the gym. I'm happy. Well, go to the gym. Doesn't matter. So I, I can thing. tell right now you go, that you go to the gym. I can tell right now the only people you're going to train are people who want to deal with Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, I, I'm open for everyone. Um, I'm not in that level yet. So I deal with my coworkers for the um, time and, and, being right and, now, and they so. say nothing about the fact that, that you talk to them like shit? Because that, that's how I'd feel after the end of that conversation. No, like I, just talked I to. let them know about themselves. Like, you have to change your relationship with food. Others will say, oh, you need to lose weight. You, um, you're fat. You know, those type of words that will hurt at, um, hurt people. And I'm going to cancel. I just say change your relationship with what you put in your body. What you drink. Don't you, you think eat. like attitude and sometimes that person, people. Because see, here's the thing. Gym rats. And I know I've been around them in some cases been them. Gym rats. A lot of people don't want to go to gym because they don't want to talk to gym people. Because gym people. They're, they're egocentric, and they say, well, people at the gym are egocentric. Well, everybody who does something and they're passionate about it in some ways is egocentric. And I, I personally believe that when it comes to health, when we're talking to people, and if, if, like my uncle. My uncle is, is, is wonderful at calling himself stupid. Anytime he does something wrong, he's like, Joseph, that's stupid. That's stupid. Now, his reality to himself, by him being okay with calling himself stupid, he in return calls other people stupid because it doesn't bother him, so it shouldn't bother anybody else. But the truth is that I arguably believe that you can't, de like this dumb dog here, excuse me, you want to be the center of attention. She wants to be the center of attention. She feels like that the world should revolve around fucking her. 
So what happens? Can't nobody else do the goddamn work because she decided that I'm the fucking center of attention. That is what's wrong with our world today. Everybody's the fucking center of attention, you know? And, and until people realize that you can't talk to folks based upon how I feel, I have to talk to people based upon how they feel and connect on their level because truthfully, when you're dealing with somebody else, they're the center of attention, not you. And, you know, I just... I and that's one thing about working out. You got to be real. You can't be all, operate on your feelings. You got to get the facts. It's just like doctors. And I can tell you this personally, that uh, most doctors, uh, when you go, you go get checked, they tell you the honest truth. Now First gotta, of all, we don't um, know most doctors, so that's not fair. No. <clears throat> Listen, it's all about, in general, like, taking care of yourself. Doctor, you only know you the, doctor the doctor you go to. The doctor I go, go to, to, he doesn't do don't that. Don't you go to the doctor to get check to make sure you're healthy yeah but the doctor i do that doesn't he 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 just he's very he's he's more pc than pc is most doctors they're gonna tell you hey take care of yourself or something bad will happen they will give you a heads up if you don't take care of yourself again you can't say most doctors because you don't know most doctors i'm just trying to help you not get canceled Either way, because telling the truth will get you. Um, get you can't cancel no matter what. Well, because I'm not trying to get canceled. I got to eat someone, Think about it. If you're trying to correct someone and tell them about themselves, um, they get offended because they don't because want you to tell them anything. Don't tell me shit. I don't want you to tell me. Shame. I'm sorry. I'm all about bringing shame. If somebody's overweight and and in a way that oh, what do you think? Well, you need to lose some pounds, such and such. Like, First of all, I don't understand why they ask people. I'm, why do you ask anybody for their opinion? I don't ask people for their I'm opinion. Just, no, no, I'm just telling you that there's people who ask. Um, most people say, "Oh, what do you think?" And then when you hear um, someone give their take, you get, "Oh my God, I can't believe you said that." Well, you asked for my opinion. Now, why can't I get to a point in life when I have a conversation and I just say, "Hey"? Let's talk about you and me. Why the hell does most people always come up? I don't fucking know who most people is. In society, general, talking about in general. I don't know who general is. You know, you you just trying to move the goalposts every time. No, I I just talk about me and the people who are around me. I don't know who most people is. Inner circle, okay. You got a good point. People in your inner circle. I don't know who most people are. I don't know who general is. I don't know who most doctors are. I don't know these fuckers. All I know is that I'm sitting here having a conversation with a dude I like to call Mike Fit Killer. That's all I fucking know. All these other people that you brought up, I have no idea who these fuckers are. Well, I'm just giving you a general conversation. Nothing wrong with just talking about in generality. I don't do generality. That shit gets me canceled. I'm just telling you, if I want to hear the truth, if if, I'll give myself an example. If I'm not feeling well, what's going to happen? I'm going to go and get checked, right? I want to know what is bothering me. What is going on? I'm going to go to the doctor and make sure everything is well with me. Okay, that's great. That's that's a great idea. If you got money, you can go to the... Oh, hi. Oh, shoot. So, my friends, I, I don't know whether to laugh or cry right now because uh, seven minutes, a good seven minutes of, of this conversation just got canceled. <laughs> yeah, I was it, it's it's mm, it. I don't I don't. Mm, so, yeah. Mm. 
Anyway, I'm, I'm just going to say that uh, that was a very lively discussion. I think it might be one of those discussions they probably had down at that little meeting with the with the uh, with them peoples. And I'm just going to let it go because um, I, I don't I don't like this. Being canceled is not fun. But then again, as the conversation I was getting kind of tired of anyway, so I guess it would make sense to just drop it right in the middle. Right. Anyway, I would like to hope. Um, well, go get the notes. Go get the notes. You can find them. They'll be on the internet somewhere. Hey, it's edb.com. Get your mind together. And also shout out to uh, uh, what was it? T Sugar. Who did who did the song? You know, they did the track uh, to give us the the time we needed because do need time. T and Sugar. It's uh, loss in the middle. Shout out to No Copyright Sound for also Mr. DJ, Ma'am DJ, Non-Binary DJ for, you know, going about and handling that business for us. I definitely do appreciate that. All right. We're going to move on here. We got other things to do. And again, uh, to Mr. Mike Fitkiller, I do humbly apologize. I was trying to think if I really meant that. I mean, you know. I mean, he has something to say. Everybody should be heard, right? That 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 should be the goal here. That everybody should be heard. Are you comfortable over there? I'm talking to the dog. I think she finally got herself comfortable. Jesus. <laughs> My friends, if I can have a moment of your time I would like to um, I would like to talk about somebody I would like to talk about somebody today who is eternally cancelled just a few days ago superstar Billy Graham the charismatic and controversial icon of the 70s and 80s has passed away at age 79 The pro wrestling and bodybuilding world is mourning the loss of one of its most influential superstars. With the news that Eldridge Wayne Coleman, which was his real name, has left us. Paul Heyman said the following. Before Billy Graham, those who worked in the WWE, excuse me, let me not say that. Let me say it like this. I'm talking. I'm sorry, Paul Hammond. I need to talk like you. Before Billy Graham, those who worked in the WWF slash WWF slash WWE were known as professional wrestlers. After Billy Graham left his mark, Vincent Kennedy McMahon declared everyone would be a WWE suit. That's Paul Heyman. In 1961, a decade before adopting his famous ring name, Coleman won the West Coast Division of the Mr. Teenage America Bodybuilding Competition. This led to media interest 
and he soon found himself on the cover of Bob Hoffman's Strength and Fitness magazine. The young gym goer became a regular patron of the original Gold's Gym in Santa Monica, where he worked out with Alf, worked out and befriended, as this is supposed to say, as it has been butchered. Somebody needs to fix the text. Come on now. We can't have we can't have this. Mr. Ryder, EDB, fix your text. Okay. You're you're loving. I still care for you. But we, we want to make sure that nobody sees bad words. Or misspelled. Well, that's still bad words. Some people will say misspelled words is bad words. I was honoring him, man. Let's continue. He befriended bodybuilding, he being superstar Billy Graham, aka Eldrick Wayne Coleman. Bodybuilding giants like Dave Draper, Franco Colombo, and Anna Mr. Coleman, a.k.a. Superstar Billy Graham, said the following. We became workout partners, and Arnold motivated me to push myself harder in the gym than ever before. He was there, along with Franco Colombo. Spotting me when I bench pressed 605 pounds. The world record at the time was 616, held by my friend Pat Casey. That came from Superstar Billy Graham. Hmm. A little more about Mr. Graham. Or Mr. Coleman, should I say. In 1969, the same year that them, 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 them Jets did some, yeah. Coleman was encouraged by professional wrestler Bob Luak to train with Stu Hart for the latter's Stampede Wrestling promotion. He trained under Hart in Calgary before debuting on January 16, 1970 in a match with Dan Crawford. Crawford. After wrestling briefly under his real name, Coleman traveled back to B Station 9 in May, wrestling for a few months with Dr. Jerry Graham, Brick Darrow, Rick Cahill, and Ron Pritchard in Arizona before he and Jerry joined the National Wrestling Alliance's Los Angeles promotion ran by Mike LaBelle. As a tag team, the following artist, August, excuse me, the artist, changed his ring name to Billy Graham as a tribute to the famous televangelist. I want to let you know that Jesus is coming back for you real soon. And so the best thing for you to do is to get in the ring and make sure that you put up a fight. And when it is all said and done, you lay the devil out. And you get the one, two, three. Doesn't that sound like Billy Graham would have said some shit like that? Anyway, what was that? That screwed me up. Don't you hate, don't you love it when you screw your own self up? So, Graham retired from the ring in 1988. Laying claim to a storied career that made him a three-time world heavyweight champion. 
including the WWWF title, the WWWF title, make sure I got all those W's in, which he held from 1978 to, oh, excuse me, 1977 to 1978, a whole year he held that title. However, after suffering from addiction and substance abuse, 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 through much of his professional, I can't even speak, professional career, Graham would need a liver transplant in 2022. And while it was a successful operation, he faced further health issues. This stems from 2012 when he was diagnosed with third stage liver disease and cirrhosis and was hospitalized several times in recent years. Finally, after all that suffering, after all that struggle, he's like, look, I'm just going to hold in and give it up. And he passed away on May 17, just three weeks before his 80th birthday. This piece of business, who was submitted to us, who, 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 who wrote this? Who wrote this? We we got we got we got to give credit to our our supporters who wrote this. Um, it was in Muscle and Fitness. So who wrote this? Uh, Scott Future Felstead. I guess that's his name. I probably shouldn't have said something because I just butchered his name. But old Scott Scott wanted me to wanted us to send a tribute. He said, there will never be another like the self-proclaimed. I'm not going to say he's self-proclaimed. I'm going to say he was. Superstar Billy Graham. Man of the hour. Man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. Got my dick talking. Oh, oh, sorry. Anyway. Rest in peace, Mr. Superstar. That's what I want to say. Rest in peace. I would like to, if I can, as we begin to bring our time together today to a close, I would like to do so by talking about other friends. You may not know them. You may not even think about them. But they're ultimately, oh, they're, they're constantly becoming or succumbing to the ultimate cancel. I'm talking about our men and women in uniform. I want to talk about four particular people today. Electronics technician, second class, Cody Decker. Electronics technician, Seaman Cameron Armstrong. Machinist mate fireman, Deontay Autry. And fire controlman, second class, or control woman, Janelle Holder. The top three were 22. The bottom, I have more connection to as she was 39. October 29 for Cody. 
November 5 for Cameron. November 14 for Deontay. November 26 for Janelle. All of these met with the ultimate cancel. Not by the hand of a foreign bullet. Not because they were locked up in some tragedy that happened abroad or domestically. No, this is not an act of Afghanistan. This is not an act of Iraq. This is not an act of Ukraine or anything like that. No, this is canceling by suicide. Canceling by suicide. There was an investigation into these suicides of these four sailors assigned at the same unit right here in my backyard in Virginia. All within, if you didn't count, a 28-day span. All of this happened literally in a month. The good thing, they weren't related. At least this is according to a service investigation released Thursday. Thursday pass, if you're listening to this on Monday, 20. That'll be Thursday, uh, uh, day number 18 into month five. As we are sitting here at Monday, day number 22. The losses, however, involved sailors who had accessed Navy mental health services and were dealing with, quote, family, financial, medical, and career-related factors. They said... Access to personal owned firearms and unwillingness to surrender access to lethal means to include the use of gun locks was a casual factor in the deaths. So they didn't want to give up their guns. Hmm. The Navy, as it said here, as I'm making sure I'm reading this right. So, I, you know, I got to do like the lady. You got to click on it and make sure you're reading it. That's what the, you know. You, you ever seen a lady in church where she goes with her hand and she's just going through, make sure you miss Okay, that's what I'm doing with the click. All right, cool. The Navy will continue to work diligently with our partners in Congress to ensure. Who is calling me, dude? Okay, he hung up. That's good. The Navy will continue to work diligently with our partners in Congress to ensure full and timely funding for the critical steps to ensure our sailors receive the quality of service they deserve. Navy spokesman, Lieutenant Allison Hands. You know, we, we just spent our time having a conversation a few minutes ago. And it it speaks to this. I I I I feel that when when you're I'm not gonna say people are privileged. I I, I don't know most people, so I'm not gonna say that. I, I feel that Sometimes it's easy for me. Let me talk about me because that's the only person I know. To get wrapped up in my ownness. 
that I forget. I forget that somebody else is hearing what I'm saying. And that's the thing that I, I tried to explain to my brother Mike over there. Like, dude, I get what you're telling me. But what you're not getting is I'm hearing what you are saying. And you don't know what what you are saying is doing to me. Oh, everybody want to talk about, oh, we're just a soft society. And everybody want, everybody want to be pussies. Everybody want to be fucking pussies. You need to grow a set. Stop being fucking pussies. Instead of, no, we're not being pussies. That's not what we're being. We're people who got shit going on. Shit that if I told you about, you would basically tell me, suck it up, buttercup, and move on. Which, you know, to some degree, I've, I used to say that I've come to accept that that's just going to be the way it is. The wife gets angry when I say that. And, and I get what, you know, people like Mike are saying, you know. Folks are just so much into their feelings that they, they're just fucking up. I get it. I get it. You know, you, you, I'm hurt or I don't feel good or I don't want to try. And, and, and literally, seriously, after that conversation, I felt like shit. I, I, I literally shot down. I just went, okay, I'm done. And it was because of being able to come in and talk about people like superstar Billy Graham. It was because we can come in and, and really see the other people who just couldn't get up from that shutdown. And I hope that uh, this moment brings awareness. But I also hope that it is an opportunity for all of us to understand, A, if you are in that shutdown mode, that these fine friends... That we just thought. I mean think about it. You think about it. You could be so fucked up. That even the dog shaking. Now the dog is over there having her problems too. Because she's probably got. You know dandruff. Or she's dry. Or, or something. So she's fucking suffering. So she's fuck, She's trying to get relief from her suffering. You're trying to get relief from your suffering. The both of the sufferings are battling together. And I guess what. Everybody fighting each other. <laughs> That, that's kind of the moral of this. And that's where we get this whole crazy reality of cancel culture. And that's, I hope, is the moral that we take from today. That all of us are being canceled in some way. We're either being canceled socially. We're either being canceled personally. And then there are those of us who either however way you want to label it, are being canceled eternally. Canceling is a fucked up mentality. It's a fucked up ideology. But the fact of the matter is, it's just how we fucking live our lives.
And with that, my friends, we bring our time together. We bring our time together to a close. And I, I say that. I, I just want to, if I can, revert back to, you know, thinking about what these fine friends and our, that lace up the boots of these states united in, in civilized and uncivilized nations. We'll talk about that in just a second. I was cleaning a window 20 years ago, maybe. And in cleaning that window, I, I don't know what happened. <sighs> mm. It still fucks me up. I, I'm, it, if this was a video, you could, you could really appreciate my response. As I'm, I'm literally keeled over holding the arm. I'm still shaking. After 20 years, I am still shaking. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And the moral is, if, if, if this, if, if I'm in this state, imagine what our friends are going through. Just imagine. And so I don't want to keep, I don't want to go into it. Some of our friends in uniform might listen to this. And like I said, don't talk to me about my arm. I don't want to talk to you about your war scars either because I know what that does to me. And I'm going to not, if, if you can handle it, that's great. I don't know if you can or not. I'm not going to be the one that contributes. So I just wanted to put that out there. And I also want to thank you. Uh, there's a lot of things that we, we, we talked about today. And there's a lot of things we didn't talk about today. And, and uh, you can go to heyitsedb.com. And the notes for today will, will find its way there. Just go over there and, and, and check out all the notes. And, and uh, it'll have all the links and everything. You can go in and get those so that you can, you know, you can do your own, your own homework. The syllabus, if you will, will be there. Um, we took time and wrote all this stuff out just for you. And, well, that's not fair. We didn't write it out just for you. I wrote it out because it's easier for me to, to if I got a guide, you know, I, I don't want to script everything. I don't. But I found out if I have a guide, then, you know, it's easy. If I just go off and get crazy, I can come back. And, and that's that makes it more fun because now I got this baseline. And then from that baseline, I can just do whatever the hell I want. But then I can know. I can get back to that baseline and keep on moving. You see what I'm saying? And it just doesn't mess up my mind. You know, it's just a simple hack when you're making content out there. Just write it all down. All you content creators, write it down. If you're going to do a video, write it down. Write down the shots. Write down everything you want to do. Think about how you're going to do it. Put it all on paper. And then if you go off, if you go off, then you just go off. But at least you can, you know what to come back to. And so they, that it, it makes it easy. It's like, okay, I can go off and sing a song and, hey, I'm going off on the road and I'm going to run down to the store and I'm going to get a Pepsi from Panera and I'm going to go to the Wawa because I realized that I can't get a free drink because my birthday was 12 months ago. Yes. Huh? See, we went off and it's fun. But then I can come back and look at the paper and say, okay, this is where I am. This is where I, when I went off the rails, I was right here. And now I can go back. That's the fun part about doing this. All right. I forgot to talk about some, some sports cancelings. I talked about that with uh, 
with uh see that's why you got on the rails i can look down and make sure i did everything the guy talk about the sports cancels you know detroit got it four to six by the nationals boston got the business from san francisco excuse me san diego put the boots to boston san francisco put the boots or neutralized or neutered if you will the marlins um then Denver. Ah, those wonderful people. The Denver. What are they? The Nuggets? Is that what they are? They kicked the Lakers' dick in. That made me feel good. But then again, you know, Magic is over there. He's trying to win a championship because he wants to make it look good when he comes over here to D.C. to, uh, you know, do these commander business. We are commanders, and now we got Magic Johnson. Put that! Put that! Put that, put that, you better put that, and make sure I get 10% royalties every time you say it, motherfucker. All right, I'm sorry. <sighs> Finally, Miami, I talked about it earlier, because it had uh, old Coach McDaniels out there as, as Miami, the Heat destroyed the Boston Celtics. Jesus, another Boston team. Boston got the business this week. They got the business in in baseball, and they got the business in basketball. And then didn't it get put out in hockey too? What was what? what Boston, what the fuck's going on in Boston? And then you got you know uh, uh, the Patriots. They ain't shit. Ah, Boston. Y'all, y'all, mmm, Boston, dude. Boston. God bless your hearts. Speaking of God bless your hearts, let me get them out of your hair. It's uh, it's good to uh, to chat with you. Uh, here's about, you know, good five good things. That, that, that's my, I, 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 I figured if I go through and find five good things, that speak to me in the course of a day. Just five. Uh, it, it's so much out there. It is so much out there in the world. And I appreciate you even with me. I, I am just one little spool. One little one little cog in this ever turning wheel. The fun thing about a wheel is when it spins. Especially if you, if you go out on the interstate or, or you just on your local road. And you, you look at the tires on the cars. You see them spinning. You can't tell anything about that wheel. Because that bitch is just spinning. And that's how the world works. It's spinning. It's spinning. And you can't tell who's in the wheel. All you know it's spinning. And so I thank you. In that weird, vast thrust of a spin. You decided to spend some time with me. That that really that really is awesome sauce. <sighs> we'll do this again. I hope your week, if you're connected to this when it's released on this day 22 of month five, this Monday, I hope your week is starting off awesome sauce. I hope even if it's not that you found a way to calm down. Go on ahead and get your get your mind right. Uh, you by the time you get to this. It might be 5 p.m. in, in London. Uh, it might be, uh, well, let me, let me see. Let me see what time it is. Let me see. Let me see, let me see. Yeah. Open this up here. Let me see. Clock. Because you know we got different time zones. So, you know, you're trying to figure out where we're at. Um, hmm. 
It's still morning in Los Angeles. It's 2.30 in London. It's 3.30 in Berlin. 4.30 in Baghdad. It's 5 after 6 in Kabul. 5 after 7 in Shanghai. 25 minutes to 9 on the PM in Jakarta. 25 minutes, excuse me, 26 minutes to 10 in Manila. And it's 26 minutes to midnight in Melbourne. So, you know, it's it's time zones be bitching, right? So, by the time you hear this, it'll be Tuesday in Melbourne. Hey, it's crazy, man. How do you do it? I don't know. Anyway, I thank you again for your time and your consideration. And, and uh, we'll do this again. Lord willing and the damn crick don't rise. Until then, thank you for caring for your friends and family. Thank you for sharing with your communities. And most importantly, thank you for praying. Not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united, but civilized and even the uncivilized. I keep telling you, them damn people got kids. Them damn people got mental health problems. Them damn people don't. Nobody wakes up in the morning and say, I'm just going to go and shoot some goddamn body. So pray for them. Thank you. Ladies! My friends, this podcast is brought to you because of the awesome sauce entities like No Copyright Sound, empowering creators through royalty free and no copyright music, and also the various other contributors that help make this wonderful piece of business as awesome sauce as it is. Is that all I was supposed to say? All right, so I, I won't get canceled. You, you hope. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>